0: see brown in your face see have you heard
1: of everything at once do you know about everything at one, once two, one, two. it's
0: Internationally known Aliens yeah. listen to it yeah. It's the best Ever is a
2: regular podcast Or daily news So stay in tune It's everything at once The place for you Various interviews Of different perspectives From the eerie collective To deliver a message Yeah Whether a rapper Or an event planner Baller, photographer Poet or freestyle dancer It's here Forget the politics That's on the FM Tony and Dave You already know Where to catch them So much going on In the
1: EPA
0: Everything at once will keep you up to date. Amazing guests. What you doing? Come through and hang with Tony and Dave. Community driven. Bringing everything at once from around the way. Everything at once from around the way. Hey. Please listen. We love you. (laughs) Everything at
1: once. Everything at once.
0: Oh my God, Dave. Oh, what's up? That new song. It just uh, does not get old. I play it when I'm going to sleep on repeat, and I just freaking love it.
1: I've been blasting it with the the windows down. It's been a little cold, but
0: uh, it doesn't matter. It just (laughs) gives me so much energy. Anything we can do to share the message of everything at once. And uh, we want to welcome everybody to another amazing episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. We appreciate you. We love you. You guys are the best. We also want to thank our Patreon producers, Brian G., Josh W., Ian D., Nick G., and Sadie M. Patreon is an awesome way to support this show. That's right.
1: Uh, Yes, it is. And say thanks. You can become a Patreon supporter by clicking the link below and choosing to be an intern assistant or producer level supporter. That's right. It's
0: only five dollars to become an intern for this show. And we would really appreciate you. It's worth it. We also want to shout out all the local businesses that sponsored this episode. These businesses get the everything at once stamp of approval and are critical members of the everything at once community. We wouldn't be able to do it without them. We'd first like to thank AFB Services. Much like this show, they do a little bit of everything, everything at once. once. <laughs> uh,
1: AFB Services specializes in landscape and property maintenance needs. This means they can take care of all your lawn care needs, everything from reseeding, yards, flower bed clean-out, tree work, edging, and other miscellaneous maintenance needs. That's
0: right. Check out their website at afbservicesllc.com or give Aaron a call at 814-528-7464. We
1: would also like to thank our good friends, friends of the show, Cauldron and Thorn. Cauldron and Thorn is the world's largest which. Whoa, where'd you get that hat?
0: I got this hat at Cauldron and Thorn, Dave.
1: Oh, that's incredible, and I believe it. (laughs) It's amazing. Because, like I said, it is the world's largest witchcraft store, offering a conglomerate of crystals, books, ceremonial supplies, incense, herbs, oracle and tarot cards,
0: and self-care items. My goodness, how many? All all those things, Cauldron and Thorn, they're there. Go check it out. Go pick it up. They're amazing, and will help, they've, they've helped me tremendously lately. They're a real uh, grocery store for the soul. That's right. They are open seven days a week or 24 hours al- online at com. We would like to welcome our second new sponsor, Solid State Construction. Solid State takes pride in all home remodeling projects. That's re- You're correct again, Dave. (laughs) Solid State specializes in bathroom remodeling, kitchen renovation, window and door installation, custom design work, and more, including painting, flooring, drywall, siding, and decks. Get a free quote today by calling Nick at 814-397-7854 or check out their website below. Solid people, solid solid product, product, solid state state construction. construction. That's right. And our last sponsor, Tommy's Automotive. Tommy's Automotive can take care of all everything car-related. Tommy's Automotive is a reliable, trustworthy service provider. That's right. Tommy's
1: Automotive can take care of brakes, exhaust, fluid changes, spark plugs, and all
0: other maintenance needs. Tommy's Automotive also does fluid film undercoating. Book your appointment today. Call Tommy at 814 384 Eight zero eight eight. That's a n- lot of numbers, and make sure to call all of them. Our
1: sponsors are wonderful and fantastic, and uh, as we said before, they get the stamp of approval. That's
0: right; they aren't going to let you down, just like this next episode oh is not going to let you down. Oh no, it's definitely not going to let. None of them have, but this one definitely won't. Definitely will not. As we already mentioned, we got this incredible new song by uh, C Brown, and here today for you, C. Brown, local hip-hop artist in the Erie area. He
1: is incredible. He has a, a, just a incredible back catalog of music, and, and he is just uh, doing great things, and, and the future is extremely bright, and we're just so fortunate and happy to have him on the show and talk to C. Brown about a... Just his creative process
0: and uh, the direction his career is going. That's right. It was an amazing conversation. We thoroughly enjoyed it, and we hope that you will, too. If you want to check out any of C. Brown's music, check the links below. We got his YouTube. We got his website. It's all there. And now, without further ado, C. Brown. It's a good thing to, to let a part of yourself go out there, especially in, like, an authentic way with yeah. anything, you know what I mean? Just give, like, a little piece of yourself and try to share whatever it is that you need to share, whether that's, like, grief or sadness or happiness or lessons or, you know, life experiences, whatever is going on. It's so helpful to other people to know, like, you're not alone and to have that, like, connection, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: definitely man.
0: So we got... Local eerie hip hop legend C Brown in the studio today. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. He's here. I'm here. It's man. awesome to have you here. Yeah, yeah. we're super psyched. It's, it's been cool to meet you. I'm really glad that you reached out a while ago when we had uh Johnny on and we were able to come up yeah. with the time and get you on here, dude. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Hell yeah. It's it's great. Um so how did you get involved in this whole thing? You've been doing this for Ten years now, right? Yeah, a little bit more than that. That was a long time to be to be performing and writing and all of that stuff. And I bet you you've probably been doing that a long time before you actually started performing.
2: Um, actually, man, like before I really took a deep dive into it, like I was uh, I was just making beats. Mm, you know, yeah. I started doing that at twelve, uh, for some friends who rapped. And uh, at that time I was also writing poetry. Mm-hmm. And so you know you're making beats, you're writing poetry, you around people that rap, but it's like you know what? Let me let me take a crack at it. Yeah. And then when I did, I just fell in love with it, and I haven't stopped.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah.
2: dude. <clears throat> did um, you ever
1: do any like uh, spoken word poetry before you got into rap?
2: Um, no. no, 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 not at all. I was I was way too shy. No. I was even too shy to rap. You yeah. Know, like the poetry that I did, it was just for myself Mm -hmm. you know like i had dreams of like maybe writing a book one day or whatnot but i never did anything like in front of an audience or anyone
0: so so no open mics no poetry readings no nothing like that did you go to those type of things
2: um once i started rapping i did i started Mm -hmm. attending those things i started you know signing up and actually doing poetry just to show people like hey this is actually where the rap came from so i would go to like um crooked eye when that was open for sure on Sundays and you know, I would rap and some some Sundays I would do poetry. So, cool. Yeah.
0: That's pretty neat. How, how did people respond to your poetry? They loved it. Yeah. He loved it. It was, sure. yeah, surprisingly, you know? What what were you writing about back in the day? Oh my gosh. Um,
2: just about like insecurities, man. Like yeah. all of my writings have been about, um, introspectiveness and just like going within talking about how I feel about myself how I feel about what other people may feel about me, things like that, you know, just self-esteem issues and what's going on with me mentally. So it was just based off of that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah, it was like
0: therapy. Yeah, I mean, that's a great outlet, and it it is therapy in so many ways to be able to just express that and let it out and uh, to hear other people and let other people, especially I like whenever i say something or do something and people are like dude i feel that you know what i mean then instantly you guys are like you know what i mean you're friends yep exactly because because you got that similar connection that similar life experience Mm. so it went from poetry to rapping to open or like poetry and making beats yep to writing lyrics over your beats yeah do you still make all your own beats um not all of my own beats but you know uh a lot of them you know
2: so uh I mean, people forget that I've been making beats for years, you know, mm-hmm. because I've done so much rapping. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I come out with something that says produced by C. Brown, they're like, oh, you make beats, too? And it's like, that's how I started. You know <laughs> that's I mean? how it's
0: like, been going. I, I hate the title,
2: like, producer turned rapper uh-huh. because that's not – that's really – I mean, it is the case, but that's You're
0: not – Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You're not Kanye West. That's a horrible, yeah, yeah.
2: horrible yeah. analogy right now. But, but it's, it's, it's a big part of who I am. Yeah. You know, I started – playing the keyboard at eight you know so like being able to do that has always been a part of who i am Mm -hmm. but now with rapping it's like people really get the message because i'm giving you words not just sound right so but yeah I, i love to make
0: beats though it's another way to communicate i bet you back then it was probably way different than it is right now making beats too oh my god totally different man like i was making beats on like
2: like a, a Yamaha or a Casio keyboard and <laughs> nice. all that like yeah. super organic, super organic. Like I'm making the drum patterns and trying to keep the same tempo throughout for like four minutes. You know, it was, it was a task, but it was all fun and, and very humble, humbling,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Especially like I can only imagine trying to like, I used to have a keyboard that I, I'd never really played with, but it had a drum like set on it mm-hmm. and I couldn't like, ever imagine trying to actually make a beat i mean i would try but to actually make anything that was succinct for longer than like 30 seconds was like an incredible task yeah it it was man but it was the passion that
2: just kept me going like i didn't need a metronome right (laughs) you know i just had the passion to do it like i didn't care how difficult it was or you know it was just part of the process and it just allowed me to create so i'll I'll never forget those days
0: yeah for sure and having that passion and that dedication is such a huge drive too because when i was like when i had my keyboard i just was not passionate about anything like i am now you know what i mean yeah i didn't feel that drive or that need to keep going or to pursue anything because i don't know i just gave up too quick because i wasn't instantly amazing at it you know what i mean right right i think that uh i played the drums when i was younger okay
1: uh not for long. I had a similar situation uh, as Tony, but I played in like the school band. I played, I played the uh, bass, drum, snare drum, whatever. But it got to that point of like, you know, uh, just needing to improve. And uh, I was like, well, I just want to be like the best drummer in the world, or, or nothing <laughs> yeah. at all. So <laughs> right, you know, I quit the band.
0: Oh wow, you got that like plateau point. But that's with anything in life. You know what I mean? Anything that you take on, any challenge, you're gonna get hit plateaus where you feel stuck yeah
2: yeah sometimes you you kind of hit that peak and you feel like there's nowhere else to go creatively you know but that's when you just take a break and you just fall back and and then next thing you know you become inspired again
0: right and that's what you're doing a little bit right now right a little bit yeah a little bit stepping back a little bit finding that inspiration yeah
2: i mean i'm with me i'm i'm mostly inspired Mm -hmm. throughout my days you know I'm just my brain is weird and I've accepted that (laughs) (laughs) I've accepted that that's a good problem to have everything is an idea everything Mm -hmm. is a song everything is you know it's cinematic to me that's just how that's how I'm wired man Mm -hmm. but I am taking a a a step back from the stage at least but as far as creating music like I'm going hard right now
0: (laughs) good that's awesome dude yeah so you're laying down tracks and you're making beats and you're doing your thing. Yeah, just not quite publicly right now. Right, exactly. Low key sleeper mode. I mm. feel like that some of the guests that we're having on in the future are like they don't have like any social media. They don't have anything going on. Like they don't have a website. It was like hard to find information about these like people, um, and I have so much admiration for that because I feel like. Social media and all that stuff is such a big part of what we do here, and it's not exactly my favorite part of what we do here. It's not. Right, no, it's the
1: least favorite, part. so I can't wait till like, I can just like
0: low key do stuff, and then people will tune in and like check it out, you know what I mean? Right, right. See, like, I love social media,
2: yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really do because it's, I think it's a powerful tool for what we do. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the people on social media yeah right <laughs> That's yeah dude. How, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of uh negativity on there man it's, for sure it's so right. toxic so it, it, i it like so be.
1: i like social media too it's a different story when uh you're trying to use the meta Suite, Mark Zuckerberg out there and... Uh, Fighting the algorithm. Fighting the algorithm, yeah. and you try to tag someone for your post for the week, and it's just like every name on Facebook pops up except the one that you need. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah.
0: But it is, it is an incredibly powerful tool that helps. I feel like without it we wouldn't be where we're at, you know right. what I mean? It would be more of a struggle. It would be so much more of a struggle to get the word out and stuff like that. Right. But I, I also feel like talking to one person about it or one person experiencing it or seeing it is so much more powerful and impactful than spamming social media with tons of pictures and yeah, clips and whatnot. It's just not as personal, you know? I want to reach out and, like, touch somebody and see them there, you well, know what I mean? I, there's other stuff that's cool, too. Like, we were just talking a few minutes ago.
1: Like, we loved you know, MTV and and BET and, and music videos on TV when we were younger. And now, you know, you drop a song, you drop a video... You know, you you blast it on social media. I can just click it and watch it whenever I want. Yeah, you know, I don't have to wait through commercials and like hope you know, my song plays hope on, my the- song plays on the, <laughs> you know the radio or the TV or whatever. Yeah, that that is the beauty of it. There's a lot of things that are
2: more accessible now than before because of social media. You
1: know, it's just you know, you just got to find your niche
2: with it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you got to be careful of uh, what you pay attention to while yeah, you are on for it. Because sure. I'll get lost in social media and we'll just read everybody's posts. Oh. And by the end of it I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's like, oh my God. I got this sick thing that I do. Or I know it I'm like this is gonna take up a little bit of my time. Like if I'm scrolling through a post and, like, I'm not paying attention. Like, I'm scrolling through my feed, and I see, like, 500 comments. I'm like, somebody said something they, sh- they shouldn't yeah, have. You know? and right I'm yeah. just like, let's see who the idiots are here, you know? Right. right. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah.
0: You got to watch that train wreck sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it is really cool. With all of, like, YouTube and stuff and TikTok now, I just get sucked right in, dude. Disappear, like, hours of my life. Right, with no problem. I get scared because of like nowadays, you know,
2: videos are getting shorter, mm-hmm. and I hate that. Like yeah. everything is a short, mm-hmm. or you know, like and thirty I, seconds I, is yeah. a sound bite. You know what I mean? It's like ah, uh, that that can't be the wave right now. That can't mm. be like you know what we were talking about earlier. Like we grew up on four or five minute videos, and right. we watched the entire thing and be completely content, oh, and then yeah. watch another video with the same length and the same length and whatnot. But now it's like everything is thirty seconds, fifteen seconds. It's like is that what i have to do like yeah do i have to make like a five second music video for you to like care
0: (laughs) right i don't
1: want to go that
2: route but okay you know but
1: that's almost what it is though it's like whether it's humor inspiration you know something that just you know catches people's attention it's like instead of the whole body of work of like the song people are queuing in on like one line you yeah. know, like, you have to have, like, such a powerful line or, or concept or whatever and, and just make it bite-sized. And that seems to be what people are really
0: clicking on nowadays. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because you really got to, like, focus and hone in and put so much emotion or whatever it is, authenticity into that one, like, hook. You know, the part that's going to grab their attention. Right. Um, but we are trying to, like, actively rebel against that by having an hour-long podcast for people to listen to where we're yeah. not – Having sound bites, you know what I mean? We're having like an actual conversation. You got all the time in the world to say whatever it is that you need to say so that way people actually understand what you're coming from and what you're saying versus a, a 30 second clip of something that's cool or a, right. a high point, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that's why, you know, oddly, I have like a deep appreciation for AM radio. Yeah, you know, me bad too, bad dude. Bad. Yeah, yeah, because like I remember like playing with the settings on a, on a radio and then. I'll be on the AM side and it'll be like just people talking. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, you're like, what is this? This is boring. Right. But now it's like when you look at how the culture is now with all these shorts and sound bites, it's like, man, it, it's so good to just find like a podcast or something where people are just talking, mm-hmm. you know, endlessly. And it's like great congo and it's a great discussion. And you don't, it's not a sound bite of, of sorts. So, right. you know, I just appreciate like the, the length of, of good dialogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And I really like, like, books on tape and podcasts, too. Yeah. Because I, it leaves me space in my head to actually focus on it and imagine it and, like, be a little bit more introspective when I'm not using my eyeballs to cue in on the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I'm one of the few people
1: that I know that. Read like not read, but like that's what I do in my spare time. Like I very rarely ever turn my television on. I'll I'll look at stuff on my phone, but like if I got like an hour to kill, I'm opening a book and reading. You know, it's the same thing. I like imagining things. I used to listen to uh, baseball games all the time as a kid on the radio. Sometimes I'll still do that. I'll turn on like the you know the feed on my phone, or if I'm
0: driving, I'll turn on a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lost. Uh, skill, I think, to like use your imagination in that extent because I feel like a lot of people need that visual stimulation to be able to look at something, whether it's a Facebook feed or a video or whatever it is. You know, they got to have, they got to be fully engaged. Yeah. Rather than, um, you know, being actively engaged with your mind. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: I think things will go back to how they used to be. You mm-hmm. know, everything repeats itself, everything is a cycle. So, like, I'm not too scared. But, yeah. You know, I definitely don't want to be watching a two-second video and thinking, that's it. Right. <laughs> right.
0: I just got my fix, so that was dope. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Exactly. And bit. if you're, like, half a second in and you don't like it, you just head to the next one. Right, right, yeah.
1: It's, like, 2029, 20, and we're like, yo, did you see that three-second C. Brown video? <laughs> wow. You know, that was right. so
0: like, <laughs> cool, dude. Oh, my God, dude. He oh. killed the game, you know? <laughs> like, how can you kill anything in three seconds?
2: Right. You hear him? He said, yo, that was wild. Oh, shit. <laughs> what?
0: It's so <laughs> profound, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so profound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of your music has like a certain profound level to it. This, at least the stuff that I've listened to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, you, it, you can tell that you're speaking from your emotions and from your experiences and from your like authentic self. Yeah, it's definitely intentional for me to do
2: that. You know, it's a. Uh, but it's not me trying to be like, I know I've had people call me like a backpack rapper and stuff like that. Like, I don't really take on titles. Mm-hmm. I just organically do what I do. And. When I do it, I just happen to talk about how I feel. Yeah. You know, I just, it's just what's best for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love to write about uh, whatever is affecting me, whether it's positive or negative. You know, I just like to draw from a real place because that's, you know, a lot of the music that I grew up off of is just like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very it's, it's personal, it's, it's profound, it's um, at times shocking. Right. You know, but it, it does something for me. So I just try to, um, continue that with what
1: i do mm-hmm. you have oh sorry uh you have one song yeah i've, I've listened to, to so much of your stuff but you have one song and this is a one of the highest compliments i can give like there's certain songs that i've heard through my life where if i hear the word out and uh just um regular conversation it plays the song in my head you know like uh like, uh, uh, surrender, like cheap trick. I immediately in my head, I'm like, Mommy's all right, daddy's all right. Uh, you did a song with Tone Foch a while back called Problems, and yep. it, every time I hear, I love that song so much. Like, when I get on a song I like, I just again, 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 again. Every time I hear the word problem in my head, it's like, Problems, everyone's got them.
2: Yeah. I love that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Tone Foch, too. Yeah, because originally that was just his song, yeah, with like three verses, and then it just kept extending and extending and you know next thing you know it's like me Foch and Johnny on it you know and uh whenever I'm with them we perform it but uh, it's actually one of my favorite Tone Foch songs too you know so when he asked me to be on it I was just like hell yeah why not you yeah know? right but there's also another ver I keep forgetting that there's another version of that song with just me and him and on the last verse we're going back and forth like line for line mm-hmm. and uh I don't know if we ever put that
1: out or not but I think you. I I want to. I'll have to grab the CD when he made that first CD. Yeah. Uh, I bought it at one of his shows, and I want to say that version is on the CD with just you and him. I yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know. I want it. We performed it before. Yeah. You know. And then um, yeah.
2: I don't know. I Man, there's a couple variations of that song, but it, it's just you know we just love that song so much, and he he really did a good job and painted a great picture. Yeah. I actually perform one of his verses sometimes. On my sets. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Johnny would be in the crowd and be like, yo, Johnny, get your phone out. I'm about to do Fonch's verse. <laughs> and I'll just do one of the verses from Problems that he did.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so just Let's to show love up. and show my admiration for that song. So. Yeah. so how do you feel, how do you engage with, like, your creative process? What does that look like for you? Do you have to get into a certain <sighs> mindset? Or is there a certain space you like to go to? Or is it a little bit, like, whenever you're feeling it? I mean, first and foremost... You
2: know, when I'm getting ready to hit the studio, I have to be alone. Yeah. You know, if I'm not working with, like, another engineer, I have to be by myself. I'm not the guy that's like, oh, it's a party in the studio, or hey, come through, call the ladies up, let's yeah. get some bottles, and da-da-da-da-da. Like, no, like, it is my workstation. Like, I am here to put in work. Like, I don't want no vibes around me but my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'll, drink, I'll get some tea going, I'll light a candle, <laughs> and then I'll just go into it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that... Over the years, my writing have been different. Like, it, like if I'm really excited, mm-hmm. I won't write. I'll just freestyle a verse. Like, I'll think of two bars, go back and do another two, then another two, and then another two, which, you know, I didn't know I could do. But that's how I get when I'm very excited. Yeah. You know? And next thing you know, I have a whole verse. And it'll sound like I took a half hour to write it. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much, you know, I, I find a beat or I make a beat and I just let it talk to me, man. Yeah. I just let it talk to me but then there are times where it's like I have something that I really want to talk about. Mm. So I try to find the sound to match what I'm thinking about and then I right. just put them together,
0: but I mean absolutely. I I just love to be alone in the studio, mm-hmm. you know. It's I think I feel like uh sometimes I get divine inspiration too. Mm-hmm. Like what you're talking about with like not knowing you could rhyme a freestyle like three yeah. two or three lines or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like it's just you know, spirit, whoever, just like reaching or working through me and just like propelling me, especially when it's like a really impactful thing that I'm doing. Yeah,
2: man. Inspiration just strikes me left and right yeah all the time like even right now like I'm inspired to write something <laughs>
0: um
2: but um yeah I just I just love to create there's really not like a set process just the fact that you know I don't have anybody around me mm-hmm. like if people want to come through and be like hey I just want to see you create that's cool that's fine but you know other than that man it's just it's just myself and in, in, in my mind yeah and, you know it's,
1: it's me and God in that studio so when you do like collaborations mm. Does that make it more difficult since you like to have, like, your own, like, carved out space when you're creating your own music? Um, at first, it wasn't because I was a frequent
2: collaborator. Like, yeah. Whenever somebody was like, hey, I want you on a song, like, at that time, like, I didn't have a car or anything. Like, I would walk to your house to mm-hmm. rap with you. You know, I'd catch <laughs> the bus to rap with you. I'll catch a ride. I'll Whatever I can do to get over there to rap, I'm rapping today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's just create something together. But then I found myself kind of getting irritated with that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, somebody would throw a beat on, and I'll get the writing, And, I'm like, I'm already in. Like, what's mm-hmm. the concept? Okay, boom, got it. And then before I'm done, you get the, oh, how did you start your verse? Or how did you finish it? And it's like, dude, like, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, like, in right I'm in the zone right now. I'm in that pocket right now. Right. Like, I'm I'm on to something. Like, wait till you hear it. But, like, I get that <laughs> so much. Like, what was that last thing you said? Okay, how are you coming off? Or, okay, did you come up with the hook? And it's right. like, I hate the stuff Just shut up, dude. Just shut up. Like, <laughs> if you know what we're talking about, just write your verse. I'll write mine. We'll we'll record it, and whoever had the best first verse or the best second verse, you know, we'll go off of that. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, collaborating is always cool, but I prefer it as like, hey, you send me the song with your parts on it. Mm-hmm. I'll do my part, send it back to you. Yeah. Where some people are like, oh, let's get together, you know, let's catch a vibe. Yeah. But to me, the way that I'm wired is like dude I'm all I'm already catching a vibe off of what you're talking about mm-hmm. off of the beat off of the hook that's on there like I already already ca- I catch vibes early sure you know that's how I am like I don't need to be around people to to vibe mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some people love that I'm sort of opposed to it I don't I don't really like that too much
0: Sure are you would you consider yourself more of an introverted person or an extroverted person? Mm, uh, it, it depends. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the situation. If we're going out to party, I'm an extrovert, but, yeah, but it's I some, like my own time too. Yeah,
2: sometimes I go out to party and I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah so it's like it's For weird. Sure. You know what I mean? It's, it's so weird. I used to consider myself an introvert. I actually have a song called that, but <laughs> I, I find myself being both. Yeah, uh, under different circumstances, right? You know, like you know, in the studio, if I'm around people, or if I'm at a party, or you know, whatever, you know. It just—it depends on the occasion at that time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to be able to adapt and uh, yeah. go with the flow and all that stuff, you know. I'm definitely introverted backstage. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous the whole time, <laughs> super nervous <laughs> whenever I do a show. That, that you still got the the butterflies or whatever.
2: Yep. <laughs> it has not stopped. It has not changed. I don't think it ever will. And I think it comes from me caring mm-hmm. about my performance.
1: Right. I've heard so many people like. Huge, like, you know, world-famous musical acts or, you know, theater performers or whatever, so many of them are just terrified before they get on the stage. Yeah. And that just blows my mind because, you know, you think, you know, people that would go up and perform in front of of crowds wouldn't Wouldn't have those kind of trepidations about it, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm always in fear before a show. But it's also that excitement factor too it's like I'm, I'm excited like i can't wait to get out there i'm like a little kid before a show but i'm so nervous because it's live and mm-hmm. anything can happen right. i can forget the lyric or the, the sound can cut out or people might not like me they may turn away so there's so many different things that could go wrong at the same time could go right and that's where that uh nervousness comes from
0: yeah for sure and i think it takes like huge like self-esteem or so like maybe not self-esteem but just like a lot of fucking guts to like get out there and be vulnerable with people and show them like music that you put your heart and soul and has like a little bit of you wrapped inside of it there yeah that you might not show to everybody that you're just meeting on the streets right right and it's that transition from charles to c
2: brown too which is like a weird thing because Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i don't i don't always see myself as the artist. when I'm out in public, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm going to get gas. And it's like, Hey, C Brown. It's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm Charles. And it's like, wait a minute. No, you are C Brown. It's like, okay, all right. Got it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's that whole thing of trying to turn in, you know, from the person into the artist, uh, before a show, you know, right. I have to get into artist mode.
0: And, and I think that a lot of people really expect the entertainer like at least from what i can see and in your experience c brown to be c brown all the time 24 7 Mm -hmm. whereas it sounds like c brown is the entertainer he's the stage he's the rapper he's all those things but he's not you on a daily basis yeah i'm I'm not that guy (laughs)
2: because because c brown is a lot more vocal than than charles that he's he's angrier yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's more outspoken you know And and i've learned that too that, uh, and it's not like an ego thing, and it's not. I don't want. I don't even want to call it a persona. Mm-hmm. It's just something that happens when I get on the mic, when I write, when I get on the stage. It's like I let it all out. And then when I'm not doing those things, I'm a little bit more introverted, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more soft-spoken. Sure, you know, I'm just a calm person.
1: I think for the with most part. Hip- I think with hip hop, it's such a uh, like maybe more than almost any other art form. Like it's so personal. Yeah, you know with like what you present so i feel like maybe with you know in comparison to different kind of uh artists and creators people would expect you to be you know the same that you are on the stage or like in the raps that you're writing and the lyrics that you're putting down so that's got to be tough to like you know um for people to distinguish the two sometimes i guess
0: yeah right
1: you know like because there's so much of a <clears throat> of an onus for like uh or i don't know if it is as much anymore but i remember when i was younger listening to like rappers it was always like well is, is what he's saying real is he yeah. telling the truth is he a studio rap or a studio gangster or like do he do that stuff on the street for real so like i really feel like people want or it like just has to be so real with hip hop.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and I know with me too. Like what I say in my music is actually how I feel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as Charles Brown the person. I just don't always express that. Right. Um, and there there is this misconception of me that I'm like cocky. I've had people come up to me and say that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, where did that even come from? But it's, it comes from you know being in front of people all the time and performing. So they think that I have this huge ego, and it's like, no, it's the total opposite. Right. Like, if you actually listen to the music i'm actually talking about how insecure i am yeah <laughs> so like there's no there's no arrogance with with me man but you know people when they see you do something on a huge platform repeatedly they they get this misconception of you that mm-hmm. you you have a big head and that's not the case
0: for sure and and i also feel like to a certain extent a lot of rap like people are saying their name over and over again. That's mm-hmm. like one of the jokes I tell people is like about the rappers that I like, like Tech Nine or Young Jeezy. Like the song is as good as, as many times as they say their name. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because Tech Nine's always saying his name. Young Jeezy's always saying his name. Ti's I's always saying his name. Song- <clears throat> all those guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So obviously they have like a huge ego if they're always just like praising themselves or agreeing with themselves. Like, you know, you, yeah! <laughs> yeah. every line, you know, I always <laughs>
2: say Brown at the end of a verse when I collaborate with people, I say that a lot. Like D-da-da-da-da. Brown. Yeah. Like, I don't even know when I started doing that, but it's not like uh like, oh, well, I'm that guy. It's like, right. I, I feel like I made a statement. I feel like I said something that was very important and mm-hmm. this is my stamp.
0: It's like signing your name.
2: dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know? So I mean, I love doing that. I mean, people might consider it, You know cocky or maybe a little braggadocious but it's just you know it's character
0: right and i think that's part of like art and entertainment anyway like people want to be entertained and they're i mean not to say that like an introspective person can't be sorry She's our studio manager. She makes sure we do a good job around here. She was rubbing against my shoe for a long time. I didn't know what was going on. I was afraid to look down. Yeah, <laughs> she she makes sure that we're doing doing a good job. That's when we know we are doing a good job. She comes down here to hang out and vibe with us for a little bit. Oh well, thank you for that statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but what I was saying is that like people want to be entertained, and if I'm just up on stage or doing anything without like a certain energy level, like I mm-hmm. feel like that's not that's like short selling the people that are out there trying to listen you know what yeah. i mean they want to see that shit they want to see it live they want to see it real they want to see passion they want to see excitement and energy and all those things and if i'm not doing those things whenever we're recording a podcast or like out and you know wherever yeah. then i'm not i'm not doing a good job you know yeah
2: exactly like you have to uh i mean it's like you said you have to be entertaining man like i i approach things also from like a consumer mind state. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Like what would they want to see? What do they want to hear? How do they want to hear it? What would wow them? You know, what would wow me? Right. And, um, you know, when I get on that stage, I just try to give it my all. You know, I try to give you the, the, you know, my, I don't want to say my full self, but I give you a lot of me mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I'm on that stage because I want to bring out the embodiment of the song. Like, yeah, I really mean these words. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't just paint this picture for no reason. You know, this is for real. This is from the heart. This is from the soul and I need you to, to leave with this. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's so, it's interesting how we can be like our authentic self, but our authentic self can have like so many different versions. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I could be chill, I could be hanging out upstairs or doing whatever and just kicking back, or I can be, you know, out there getting wild or you know what i mean jumping around doing all sorts of shit whatever is going on it just depends on the situation
2: that's what i love about music too man because i can show you different sides that you know people don't know they're like they'll listen to a song and be like i didn't know you were like that Mm -hmm. yeah i am right yeah dude (laughs) yeah i am you know sometimes i'm that guy that's you know he's he's depressed and he, he feels like a failure and he doesn't want to carry on. And other times I just want to party wild out and hell yeah, and be single and and not care. And other <laughs> times I wish I had a family. And then other times I just want to be a bachelor and you know all of these things, man. So music allows me to, you know, give you the the different sides of me. You yeah, know, I, I like to bring people into my world and let them know who I am because. There's going to be a side of me that you can connect with at some point, you mm-hmm. know, and, it's, and and at the end of the day, it's, it's all entertainment. Right. Yeah. And,
0: and it's so human to have like all of those different feelings and those different emotions at different times. You know, nobody's like a, a, a super pillar of stability that never changes or never goes through anything. You know, everything kind of comes in waves and we kind of transition through different parts of our lives mm-hmm. to and And each transition's a little bit different, you know what I mean? There might be a time where, like you said, I'm depressed or yeah. a time where I'm super pumped f- for however long and uh being able to reflect that and kind of like it sounds like to me that your music almost commemorates those different types of moments and periods in your life yeah
2: yeah it's 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 a journal mm-hmm. it's a journal it's it's one big story. Um, with many different stories that all tie in together, you know, all these sides of me, there is a similarity. They all stem from a certain place,
0: you know, and I don't mind sharing it. Mm -hmm. So, and and that experience is just, you can tell because like a good rapper can like change their, their style, their delivery, their whatever, but you can always still feel their, their core essence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's important to have that for sure. So where are you going next? What's next on the agenda for C. Brown? Uh,
2: I, th- I think, man, just to um, put out this album that I've been working on, um, what people don't know is that I've never done an album. I've yeah? Done, yeah. I've done mixtapes and EPs. I've mm-hmm. never done an
1: album. Wow. Wow. I didn't um, know
2: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is because I've have, I have high expectations, mm-hmm. and you know I've I listen to a lot of albums, and it's like I I want it to sound like this. I want it to sound like that. Like I don't want to put a dud out there. So everything right. has been like a mixtape or an EP. Um, but I'm I'm finally cracking down on one, hoping to put it out in the fall. Yeah. sometime because that's my favorite season. Cool. I feel like people digest music better in the fall. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that uh, the band and I we have an EP. Um, that's pretty much done. It just has to be mixed and mastered for the most part.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then I'm working on a, an EP before the album as well with my friend, PA Dre, who lives in California, who okay, has done cool. a lot for me, a lot for me. Um, so yeah, man, just putting in the studio work, um, and then subsequently put some music videos out there. Right. And that's what I love to do and just keep that train going. But at the same time, trying to, uh, expand, my brand and and reach a bigger market, a bigger audience, and not just you know be erie's backyard artists, right you know no offense to anyone, but I feel like that 's what i 've been for so long
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know so i 'm just trying to uh you know get that reach man yeah. and, and and get my music to more people because mm-hmm. you know my music is meant for everybody in my eyes mm-hmm. so
0: and it sounds like this uh this next album you 're being very critical of because I know like A lot of people make an album or whatever, you know, and maybe it'll start out as like 40, 50 songs Mm -hmm. and then get cut down to 10. And then really there's like four that you're super pumped about on there.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I've done songs. I'm like, oh man, that's going to make the cut. Mm -hmm. And then I'll make something else and replace it with that. And I'm like, well, yeah, that was okay, but this one is better. And I just keep going, but it's all fun. It's part of the process and it just shows that I really care about what I'm doing. Exactly. You know, I, I really wanted to hit home with people Mm -hmm. you know i'm always coming up with topics and subjects and there's things that i've been wanting to talk about that i haven't talked about before and then i get newly inspired by something else but hopefully by the end of summer i have a body of
0: work that i can put out in like september october be super pumped about it with
1: uh with wanting to hit the national market and putting out this album i don't know if this is antiquated or not uh in the digital age we live in but uh is there, like, a hyper focus on having, a, like, a song that's a strong single? Yep. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so
1: I put out a song called uh,
2: <clears throat> Love From a Ghost, and I did the video for it. And I wanted that to be, like, the, the, the hit, the single. You know what I mean? I've let people hear it. they gave me great feedback. It was one of those songs I did, like, a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: and mm-hmm. even I was afraid to put it out because I was like, man, this is really good. <laughs> yeah and it wasn't even finished at the time you know it was just like a verse and a hook it was on a completely different beat and then um i went to the studio and uh, my boy aunt uh shout out to him ate the city and uh, he always lets me use his equipment uh to make beats and so i just uh i built the beat around the acapellas and whatnot and you know got it mixed and mastered did a video uh put some money behind promotion you know, so that's why I did the numbers that it did, because I had a, a a company like push it to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it was costly, but it to me it was worth it. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is bring that single back around. I don't want to let it die. Um, I feel like it has a lot of potential, not just like radio commercial uh, potential, but just potential to reach a lot of people in a very emotional way um, right. because it is a personal song. And uh, so that's the one that I want to continue to push. You know, because it's easy to make something, it doesn't do what you want it to do, and then you end up making something else. And I'm like, no, let me revamp this song and put it back out,
0: you know? Does does your music ever scare you? Like, uh, you write something down, you're like, holy fuck, do I do I actually feel this way, or is this really how my head is working right now? All the time. Yeah? All the
2: time. There has been times where I'm like, man, I... I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but maybe I'm fucked in the head.
2: Dude. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, ah, did I mean to put that out there? Oh, I'm going to offend somebody. But then I realize I, I go back to that place when I first wrote it. And I was like, well, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't feel this way anymore, it's like a time capsule. It's like, well, this is how I felt then. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to still put it out because I know somebody else feels the same exact way. Hmm. And it might help that person. For so sure. I, I try not to have too many regrets. or or, or trepidations behind putting out songs or writing a certain thing but yeah definitely my music does scare me (laughs) And and you know and that's i guess that's a good thing
0: yeah i feel like uh if you're not um like really being authentic and really expressing that kind of stuff then you're probably not um doing your best work maybe not doing your best work but like really being authentic and really sharing something that's uh you know, really human and very genuine. Yeah. The full, full range of emotions that, or humanness, um, you right? know? Cause I, I get scared all the time about all sorts of stuff. And I feel like if I wasn't expressing that somehow or thinking things that scared myself, you know what I mean? Like, is this ever going to amount to anything? Am I ever right. going to make it? Am I a failure? All that other stuff. And being able to express that creatively, like that should concern me. It's like, I'm thinking these things, obviously what, can i do about it though
2: yeah exactly somebody told me uh about 10 years ago uh we were at a bar and he was like man if there's ever anything that you're scared to write write it yeah Mm -hmm. and that just never left my mind and i didn't see him Mm -hmm. (laughs) until like lately so like 10 years later i ended up working with them right and I just never forgot that. And I was like, I, I understand what you're saying now. Because usually the things that you're scared to put out is the things that you want to say. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're know, you just scared of how it's going to be received. So, okay.
1: yeah. And, and that's that, usually like the, the, the rawest parts of you. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's some superficial shit, like, oh, this will sound good over a beat, then it's like, ah, whatever. It's not like, it's a part of you, but it's not like one of those deep-rooted parts of you, you know? Yeah. Like, one thing about my
2: music is that I always talk about, like, mental health, suicide, things like that. And I did get to a a point in my life where I was like, maybe I should just, like, ease up on that topic. Mm -hmm. But there are so many people who experience that, man. There are so many people who end up offing themselves. And there are so many people who feel that way. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, why not talk about it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's scary. Um, and, it, and it might annoy some people, like, "Oh, here you go again with another suicide song." Yeah. But it's like, it's a real thing. If mm-hmm. these rappers can talk about shooting one another all day long, album after album, we're talking right. about selling crack, right. album right. after album. Then why can't I talk about? That's kind of my jam, though. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not. am not. A, I'm not against it. But it's like you know, certain rappers make the same album over and over, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but, so why can't I be repetitive with this topic? You know,
0: and have your themes and stick to them. I mean, that's the whole point of having a theme is that like it perpetuates itself. You know, mm-hmm. it continues, it goes on, it gives you guidance or direction or right, whatever it is that you're looking for.
2: And I'm also at that point too where I don't really listen to anybody when it comes to my writing. I okay, don't, I don't. Cool. I used to like here and there. Now it's like I don't even care, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm in my thirties now. Like, I'm not gonna keep taking suggestions like oh you should do this or you should go this route or or approach this from this angle it's like let me be dude yeah like i've been doing this for a long time i'm not like an expert or anything but i've been doing music for a while like i know what i want to talk about Mm -hmm. and how i want to talk about it and this is what it is and if you don't like it that's completely fine that's completely fine
0: right but you don't want to sacrifice your own artistic or creativity to satisfy somebody else's critical opinions
2: yep yep i don't really want to compromise too much you know i don't want to put myself in a box and be content because of what people may think or feel you Mm -hmm. know if i talk about certain things now it's like whatever dude i'm an independent artist i'm not signed to anybody i don't have somebody overlooking my work or telling me that i have to have this done by this this deadline or i need to make an album about this to reach a certain audience it's like dude this this is I'm finally in C Brown's world mm-hmm. for the first time in my life because I've had so many people criticize, which is you know it comes with the game, you right? Know? For sure. Like I had people say, "Oh, I didn't like that one song," and I know whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it hurt me back then because it's like, oh man, I put my all into that. Now it's like. What you want me to do? Go back and change it? Mm-hmm. That's not happening. I'm just going to make the same song over again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they just. I, I even like my favorite artists of all time. Like there might be like a CD or an album or whatever. Where I can listen through and say I like every single one on there, but even the people that I like the most the music, ma- they make there's songs I don't like. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you're not gonna please everybody every single time with every single song you do.
2: Right, and it's like, what's the point of even telling me that that you don't like it? Mm-hmm. Like it has to be like a real profound reason. Like, hey, I I didn't like this song because it made me feel like this or whatever. Like I get that, but sure. like just to be like you don't like it sonically, cool. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some people are just haters, though, too. Right, yeah. right. And it's hard to tell who's real and who's
2: hating. Exactly. You know? So I just block it all out, you know, because I just want to continue to create. And I don't want anything or anyone to hinder me.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that being able to recognize that difference in feedback, because sometimes you'll just have somebody who's like, yeah, I just don't like that song, or I don't like that line, or whatever. Mm-hmm. These could have been better. and it, Versus somebody who you have... Uh, is giving you like constructive feedback, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Or somebody that you trust or you respect or kind of knows you a little bit better versus mm. somebody else who's just, you know, blasting on Facebook or whatever impersonal way that they're voicing their critical feedback. Right. Right. And and I never even ask for feedback. Yeah. That's not why I do music. It's like, "Oh, I hope my friends like me. it."
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't because what I've learned is that somebody's going to like it anyway. Right. If every one person that doesn't like it, there's two people that are going to love it. Mm-hmm. So who am, I, who am I going to pay attention to? The person that hates it or the two people that loves it and appreciates it and sees it right. for what it is? So that's what keeps me going is the fact that no matter what you make, somebody's going to appreciate
1: it. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to value it. Do you think, like with your planned like expansion to, to go beyond Erie, do you think if you got to a place where – you did get like a like a record contract mm. or something of that nature, where you had someone like you have to make this type of song or you need to tweak this around a little bit. Would would that be something you'd be comfortable doing? Uh, no, that's a tough question, Dave. <clears throat> no, and that was a great question too. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I wouldn't be
2: comfortable. I, I really wouldn't be. But then at the same time, it depends. Like if somebody was like hey we want to sign you but you have to make this party record for the radio it's like okay but like what, what kind of party record cuz i can do party music people act like i can't it's like no i can easily because i've partied a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've partied a lot i come from that world but um yeah if they're like yo you have to make like a a, a pop record or you know it has to be colorful or mm-hmm. you know you have to sing throughout the whole song it's like i don't i don't know i don't know if i could do that Right, you know that would
0: that would be uh, sacrificing your integrity.
2: Yeah, it would be that. It would be that, and you don't want people to to see that initially. You Mm -hmm. know, saying you put that first big record out, and everybody thinks that you're that person. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. Like I want to come out as myself, regardless of what kind of record I do. I want it to be me. So I mean, I guess if I ever get faced with that situation, I would have to find a way to deal with that somehow. Mm -hmm. I mean, either I'm gonna do it or turn it down. But you know, nowadays these labels want you to sell out. Oh yeah, you know, and and that's not that's not C Brown's ML,
0: mm. you know. So. Cool. So we also, well, I guess we sold out this this week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we have sponsors now, but we're there's not nothing like, wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We we had our own like internal struggle between us that we were both corporate shill sellouts now though. Oh no, no.
2: I and mean, sometimes you need those like other companies to like boost your content and get out there you know hell i need sponsors I'm right
0: not, i'm not afraid to say that <laughs> yeah and it's good because they're all people that we really believe in and stand by and are offering things that we back 100 absolutely know what
2: I mean? yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with like having a partnership with somebody just as long as like there's integrity within that then you're good
1: yeah yeah and i mean i guess we're not total sellouts because it's not like they're like we'll pay you but you can't do this,
0: this, and this, right? You know that's when that's it comes to be a sellout. A sellout. For yeah, sure. for sure. When when they start trying to take creative control, yeah, everything at once. Podcast can be controlled by no man. Check right. back. Not with even us. us. Check <laughs> back with us in a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: man. We're like everything at once controlled by you know, right. Pepsi. Yeah. Pepsi, yeah. What man. is this? CBS. What is this? Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> you know, yeah. soft yeah, Software. You, you,
2: you want to keep that, man. You want to keep that integrity, that creative control. And that's why I don't really listen to people. Mm-hmm. I want to be in control of what I got going on because only I can see my vision, you know? Right. So that's where I'm at.
0: And, it, it, and a lot of people, I feel like, struggle with developing a vision for themselves. Yeah. Not even just in, like, a music world, but, like, in a in a life world. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting and refreshing to hear you talk about, you know, having a vision and having an idea and driving towards it. Because, um, I mean, I pers- I've been lost tons of times. And I know that a lot of other people have experienced that, too. Like, what the f- fuck am I doing you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. in In my life in my art in my career in my relationship whatever, the, whatever it is you know people can get lost and not have an idea of where they're going you know
2: it's very human for that to happen you know it's a right. part of life I have peers like that friends like that who are lost and some of them they, they do music and they don't know what they want to do they don't know where they want to go with it they don't know if they want to continue it mm-hmm. or just you know get into something else and, and start with a new endeavor. They're just completely lost. And right. Those are the people I don't allow in my studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You gotta have that commitment too. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's
2: what it's about, man. I, I I'm truly committed to what I do. Which mm-hmm. is why I like to be alone in the studio. Like I have friends come up to me and be like, Yeah man, I was working on this song, you know, listen to these four bars I don't care about your four bars, bro. Yeah.
0: Do your thing. <laughs> like are
2: you going to are you going to record or not? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like so I can't have that energy rub off on me. Like I know that you're artistically lost. Mm-hmm. I also know that you don't have enough heart to do this. So that's why we can't we can't live within the same world mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. of, of creativity because like I'm all for it. Like I have an idea. I'll go to the studio right now, put it down where you'll be like working on this one verse mm-hmm. that you wrote during break. And, and you never finish it, you know what I mean?
0: So. Right. And that's a that's such a huge thing, not only in like music, but in like all things. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And Definitely in, in life, like somebody's like, yeah, we're gonna like the the most common one is like, oh yeah, we're gonna hang out, dude. I'm gonna call you sometime. We're gonna kick it. <sighs> yeah, like no, we're you know I know, you know I know mm-hmm. we're probably not gonna hang out. You're probably not yeah. gonna call me. I'm probably not gonna call you. And finding the people that are willing, that are actually like committed, and are going to show up, and are going to be there, and when they say they they're going to do something, yeah. they fucking do it. Yeah, is like the people that need to be around me at this point in my life. Same, you know what I mean. Same. You
2: got to have the right energies around you, man, because you want to be able to be inspired by those people. It's going to help with your person. You know, if you're around people who are fully committed and they're going through with their plans and they're executing. You're gonna end up doing the same thing because you're you're picking you're picking up off of that, right? And yeah. that's what I try to keep around me when it comes to my music. Mm-hmm. Um, even even with friendships, mm-hmm. like yeah. I, don't, I don't like the people who say I'm gonna call you, we're gonna hang out, and nothing happens. Right, me, I'm a friend. Like I'm gonna hit you up. Yeah. I'm gonna check up on you. Um, hey, if it's your daughter's birthday. I'll be there, or I'll send a gift, or. Hey, let's hang out next Saturday. I'm hitting you up next Friday. Are we still
0: hanging out? We're doing this, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. I'm
2: that type of person. So I'm starting to become more of a committed individual in certain aspects
1: of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think also, you know, kind of talking with like going back on the bars and stuff and and, uh, friends too, you got to go out. And like do it like everybody has confidants, you have people that you talk to, but like it 'd be one thing if you go out, you experience something, or you throw down that verse, and then afterwards it's like, "Oh well, you know this, this, and that, but if they're just constantly seeking validation without like putting in the mm-hmm. the work, you know it it gets to the point where if you put yourself in the position to like allow that to happen. They just, people can just suck the life out of you. They can. Yeah. Right.
2: And it happens so unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll be standing next to a friend. We can be talking about Netflix, and out of nowhere, they pull their phone out. Hey, I was working on this verse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate to be that friend. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, I'm not that person. I'm not the, hey, yo, check this out. I was working on this two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then a whole year passes, and you still never hear anything from me. Right. Right? Like, I don't like that. I hate that. Yeah. You know, no offense to my friends. I love them to death. But it's like, you're so talented. Mm-hmm. Do execute. Like, I have a studio. Let's record it. Put it down. Like, right. don't tell me what you started. Are you going to finish it?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I, I could see how it's annoying. I guess it's also, like, flattering, you know, I guess if, from a certain standpoint, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: people you know, want you like, to check out, they, they want your feedback, like, they want your is... pats on the backs and your validation that they can't find within themselves to say, you know what, I'm doing a good fucking job here, I'm going to keep going.
2: Oh yeah, 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 they're definitely seeking approval, Yeah. but you know, I care enough about what you're trying to do that I want you to execute. I want you to come to the studio or anybody's studio and lay that down. Yeah, I want right. you to finish that song. You know, but don't just come up to me every once in a while and say you've been working on something, you started this and then you never finish it. I hate that. It's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I don't like that about, you know, some of my peers. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like you want my approval because I really do this. But like I believe in you, bro. Go out and do it, man. Yeah, just do, just do it. 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 You wanna work on this album? Just, just fucking do it. Just do it. Like what's holding you back? And then people have um so many excuses oh well you know my kids or my wife my girlfriend like Mm -hmm. i'm not even trying to hear that no offense because you know i've had seven jobs at one time yeah you know this was last year and i still found time to record yeah (laughs) so i don't want to hear that you know it's about having that balance it's about a little bit of sacrifice Mm -hmm. and it's about passion Uh, and if you're not passionate about you know whatever you're coming up with then you know just don't
0: don't bring it my way no I w- offense but i always tell people that the hardest part of doing anything is the time before you actually just go out and fucking do it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean all that time mm-hmm. like sitting in your head like oh i'm gonna do this tomorrow oh i'm gonna do this next day oh, i'm gonna do this in an hour i'm gonna do this in 10 minutes whatever it is doing the dishes writing a song whatever it's always the, the hardest part is always right before you do it and then once you do it you're like that wasn't so bad yeah i
1: try i i fail you know because i'm a human but uh Whenever I start to get that actual thought, I try to force myself to do whatever I'm thinking, you know. If right it's possible, time, you know. Yeah. Oh, I really need to clean up. Oh, fuck, I got to clean up now. Like, you got to do it, you know. Yeah. And it just fester, you know. I mean, we all sit idle. Yeah. For sure. sure. Even, even me. Like, I'm not perfect. Yeah.
2: At all. Like, sometimes I procrastinate on things. Everybody needs downtime. Yeah, we, we all do. We all do. You all, we, we all need to rest, you know. But I just know when it comes to music, like, I'm, I care about it so much. That if you're gonna come to me with an idea, I'm already like, let's lay it down. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. record it. You know, I have a friend right now. Um, he's been my friend since I was 12, and he was the one that I was making beats for. Uh, his name is Sean Knox. Shout out to him. Um, he came to my studio for a month, a month and a half, and recorded 13 songs. Hell yeah, with like six or seven of them mixed and mastered already, ready to go. I'm like, that's what I love. That keeps me going. So Mm -hmm. when it's time for me to record, you know, I'm already inspired by him. I'm like, okay, if he did that, I need to do like 28 songs. Right? Maybe I need to get a a body of work together. So I just like to be inspired. I love to keep um, that locomotive energy
0: around me. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. And and when you see people, other people doing it and having success and stuff, it makes it seem so much more attainable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we all have these, like, impossible dreams that we'll never get to. But when you see other people out there doing it and following their dreams, whether it's it's music or whatever is going on, you know, it's like, you know what, fuck myself and me and all that negative self-talk that I have right now or yeah. all that shit that's saying I can't fucking do it. Yep and i'm gonna be like so and so and go out there and chase that shit
1: the worst thing you could ever do in your life and I, it's easier said than done but the worst thing you can ever do in your life is not try it like if you go out and you fail and you're not good at it then at least you know and you can move on to different aspects of your life you know but to or you just, can keep practicing or you can keep it well like i like basketball okay, okay. you know like I am like I'm. I'm too old now. But when I was like 19, I was like, I'm not gonna make the NBA, dude. I'm five six. I run like a five point five forty. Like it's not gonna happen. Um, but there's other things where if it's attainable with within your like limitations as an individual, you can you should absolutely go out and try it. You might not even like it. You might have that. You know, I want to be a rapper. Okay, you go out, you get on stage, it terrifies you. Or like, you get called out at like grocery stores or gas stations. You don't like the the uh, publicity or the uh, being that popular. You go and doing something else with your life, but you got to try it. Yeah, you do,
2: you do. And I also believe that you know if you have a passion for something and you start with it and it doesn't work, keep going. Yeah, fail forward. Just right. keep going. Like, I wasn't the best Fail at... Fail forward. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't the best at rapping when I started. I wasn't, like, I had, a you know, an affinity for words. I love words. I love poetry, you know, music, mm-hmm. um, stories, all types of literature. Like, that was my thing. But when I started, like, when I go back and listen to my earlier works, I'm like... <sighs>
0: <laughs> uh, right.
2: I kind of cringe at it. Like, i oh, turn that off. Um, but... I had that fire inside of me. Like, I know that I can produce produce something great. Like, I just feel it. Like, I know that I can make a great song or a great body of work. And I just kept going. And practice became fun. Like, it was mm-hmm. fun to just, mm-hmm. you know, better in myself. And I'm still that way. Right. I'm, st- I'm still trying to better myself.
0: I think it's really cool, too, when you start to see progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? When all that practice, all that time comes, starts, like, showing results or yielding results. And then you're like, oh you know what, I, I've done a good job here. You know, you got that self, self-worth self or self-value or whatever it is. It makes me fucking feel good. You right, I mean? yeah, yeah. And,
2: you know, finding your niche is just, you know, it's very important. But, you know, at the end of, the, end of the day, you just have to be passionate, you know, because if mm-hmm. you have passion, you become consistent. Mm-hmm. You become consistent, you become good. If you become good, you become great. So it's all a part of the process. But just care about whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You, know, right. you find something that you don't like and don't, don't. Don't do it. Yeah. What's the point, you know? Don't waste your time. But if there's something that you care about and you're not good at it at first, that's okay mm-hmm. let your passion drive you like my passion drives me it annoys me sometimes
1: yeah <laughs> i feel you i feel yeah. that too it yeah it
2: annoys me yeah like i just want to go to sleep mm-hmm. i don't like want you got yeah, right song yeah i don't yeah. want to think of these concepts but damn it's so good i need to write this in my notepad but I, it's three in the morning and i need to go to sleep right now right I, I just recorded a couple songs
0: I, I wake up recording podcasts in my head yeah, yeah you know, man. you know what i mean i'm like oh, i look around like oh, i'm not in the studio like we're not doing yeah. whatever stuff you know what i, I mean? know i'll sit around like and i hate doing it
1: to people because it is rude but like <laughs> i'm a i'm a writer and okay. uh you know sometimes i'll be out in public and it's never happened here so hopefully it doesn't but uh <laughs> mm. like sometimes i'll be out in public and it could be a conversation we're having or something going on and, and like a just a great idea will pop in my head and i will just stop paying attention to everything else until i can get like my phone out mm-hmm. and write down exactly what i'm thinking so i don't forget about it right it's, f- it's <laughs> cool and it's good but it's so fucking annoying sometimes it gets you excessive know? it gets right. very
2: excessive and i'm like man why am i like this but then i think do i want to be like anything else right you know i feel like this is my purpose and i'm completely happy with it mm-hmm. and i also think it comes from uh my grandmother because she's a jazz musician so oh, yeah. like i have her genetics And the music lives in you. It lives in me. It literally lives in me. That's why it's so easy for me to write. That's why it's so quick for me to record and come up with concepts because it's really in my bloodstream Mm -hmm. to be that way. Like I'm naturally wired to just create and and make music or just make art. Period. You know, music wasn't always the thing. Like I used to draw. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was I was really good at it. You know, I wanted to be a cartoonist. I wanted to be an animator.
0: Mm -hmm. And then
2: it went from that to you know playing the keyboard and then it's like okay i want to just make sounds and make yeah. songs and then i want to be a beat maker no i want to be a poet you know what i want to be an author but it's just that that art is just in my blood man so you know even though it can be annoying at times i'm happy to have that yeah because i feel like this is who i am i feel like i finally found myself
0: mm-hmm. with this music whether i make it or not i'm always going to be a creator right There's something interesting about getting older and doing something over a long period of time.
2: Yeah. There's something to say about it. It's it's rewarding. Yeah. You know, because you you see people give up on things all the time. And I haven't. Like, I'm still trying to progress. I still feel like it's day one. I still feel like I haven't put out my my best work yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's
1: great because it gives me something to reach for, you know, day in, day out. It's it's, uh, especially... Special too, because uh, there's so many people who go their whole entire lives without finding what they believe to be their identity. Yeah, you know, uh, you're an artist, you're a creator. You know, you know what you are, and that's that's an incredibly uh, empowering thing to have in your life. Yeah, because I'm
2: not scared of purpose anymore. Mm. I'm not. I'm tired of running from it. There was a point in time in my life where I didn't even tell people that I did music. You know i didn't want them to know it's not that i was ashamed i was just scared like that's a it's a big thing to to not be the norm to Mm -hmm, step outside mm of the box it's not like oh well you know i'm going to college to become this and you know i want to be right you know i want to have this profession or i want to pick up this trade it's like no i rap Mm -hmm. that's what i do it's a real thing get over it it's who i am you don't have to like it right there's really no backup plan at this point like Mm -hmm. this is what i want to push for and um you know, on, on my last day, I just want to be like, man, I, I really walked in my purpose. Right. You know, because you meet people all the time who are like, yeah, I, I wanted to be a guitarist, but I gave that up years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I work at a bank. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be a, a film director, but, you know, I, I let that dream go. Man, that's mm-hmm. that's not going to happen anytime
0: right. soon. And I'm done. I'm going to you know, work at a bank or whatever. whatever. Professional, normal job, blue collar job or whatever. Yeah.
2: Which is why I don't tell people where I work at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the job. It's just that it's not me right? and it can be a good job. It can pay well or whatever. It could be perks, you know, the 401k and PTO, blah, 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 blah. you know, the, the corporate bribe.
1: Right. Right. But it's not
2: me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I worked at a, uh, I won't say the establishment, but I worked at an establishment a few years ago and I remember sitting with a couple people and they would just like complain about their job all day. Mm. And then They'd be like, well, what did you do when you got out of work? Well, I did this, 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 and that. Oh, you're how you have enough time in the day. Well, what did you do? I sat at home and did nothing. Well, like, right. Well, that's your problem then, you know, like, because I totally agree with you. It's like, yeah, I got a job. We all need to make money if it's not something like. We're not getting rich right now. Our no, sponsors aren't paying not. us enough. But like this
0: is, but we love them and we appreciate all that they do.
1: When I see yeah. people in public, they're, they're like, "What do you do?" I'm not like, "Oh, this is what I do at work." I'm like, "I do I write and I do podcasting," mm-hmm. you know. But like, you got to go out and do it. So many people just sit at home and are miserable to get to
0: work every day. Yeah, but then they don't do anything about it. You yeah. think society really boxes them into you know going to college or going to tech school or going to wherever? That's going to provide them with a stable income versus like following whatever it is that they're passionate about about because it's because mom and dad or aunt and uncle or whoever friends are going to be like you're going to you want to be an artist you want to do paintings Mm -hmm. you want to do sculpture like you know what I i mean
1: i think it's it's totally fear of the future and a lot of it comes around money because like so many people, when you get them at, like, college age, teenage age, are like, let's drive across the country. I don't got my money in my bank account. Who cares? I'm going to do this and that. Right. And, like, when you're an adult, it's like, oh, hey, I got the, the mortgage and electric and gas bill in the mail, you know, like. Right. I don't have time to do anything else but be consumed by something that gets this paid. Yeah, I, I concur with that, man. And, and
2: that's what makes me sick about society, and especially in Erie. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who are afraid to walk in their purpose. You know, everybody wants to, and it's no offense to this place, but like, are going to get a job at your insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, awesome. I'm not against that at all, but it's like I know that's not what you want to do, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I know, I know you have another dream, sis. I know what's going on. I know you personally. I know what you're talented at. Why give up? Because it doesn't pay the bills. You can still do it on the side. Right. You can still take two to four hours out of your day to like practice your art or whatever it is that you want to do like what what happened to that i knew a I knew a cop um when i was in fifth or sixth grade he would come in he would talk to us his name was officer stan probably the only cop i've ever liked in life uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> shout out
0: officer stan he's still yeah,
2: yeah i don't i don't know if he's still alive or not i hope he is um but he he would come in and talk to us and he one one day he came in and he was like yeah i have a notebook full of ideas like for stories this is a police officer you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like he's already set he's he's good he's you know a powerful figure in society right he contributes whatever whatever but like for him to say that like I have ideas to write stories like I'm gonna write books or whatever it was like I love that Mm -hmm. I never forgot that and I wish more people would just not be afraid to run from who they really are because of a job Mm -hmm. you know and jobs are always going to be available. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? These companies need us. Mm-hmm. They need workers. Right. So don't be afraid to, to go for something. Yeah, it might not work, but it's that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's more important to me than than money. And I love money.
0: Sure. <laughs> I love money.
2: <laughs> but I love fulfillment. I love feeling like I'm whole with with what I do. Right. With my art. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so passionate, because it makes me feel like, well, it, it gives me an identity. Right. That I'm not ashamed of.
1: No, well, when you're when you're breathing your last breath, you're not going to worry about how much money's in your bank account. You're going to think yeah. about what your life was, yeah. you know. Yeah, that, that's how I see it.
2: Yeah, what was your impact, and and did you do what makes you happy? Right. You know, I have friends all the time who complain about their jobs. I also have friends who, you know, they are they they applaud their jobs a lot too like oh you know i i worked you know 16 hours today and i put in oh overtime It makes me
0: sad when i hear people uh, say stuff like i got that. a
2: bonus check and uh my, my retirement plan looks great so when i'm 65 i'm gonna do this and i'm like bro i'm not waiting till i'm 65 to live
1: right <laughs>
2: you're you're stupid right. <laughs> to waste all this time right and you might not even make it to 65 mm-hmm. you might not even make it to tomorrow mm-hmm. and, you, and i'm i'm not saying don't have a fallback Right.
0: Yeah, we're playing. Not,
2: not, yeah, not saying don't have some type of a, a safety net. We all should have one, right? But if that's all you're living for, then you're not living. You're dead and don't even know it. You're dead while you're alive. Yeah. So find your purpose. Find something that drives you. Find something that, that moves your spirit. Even if you're not trying to get any monetary gain off of it, just do it. If you like to draw, go draw, dude. If you like to play piano, go play piano. You know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, just pursue it. Mm-hmm. Be you honestly just be you don't don't let these jobs take you away from who you are because they will oh, oh yeah knowingly and unknowingly because some jobs don't really have that intention some jobs do because they want to keep you there like oh you'll never be anything without us the next thing you know you stay there for the next 30 years yeah mm-hmm. because you feel like and your
0: life's gone and your life is gone yeah your life is gone yeah oh. well see brown it's been super cool kicking it down here today. It's been awesome. It's been a good time hanging out with you. It was nice to meet you. and actually have like a conversation, kick it down here. Mm -hmm. Um, People, you want want to shout anything out real quick where people can find you, how they can get in touch with you or listen to your music or anything like that?
2: Yeah, just go to... uh C Brown.com, C E E Brown.com, or uh, type my name in YouTube, C Brown, capital C, capital E, capital E, space Brown. That's okay. how I have it spelled.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> all right, go funny. out there and find C Brown. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Hit all those likes and subscribes and thumbs ups and mm-hmm. everything everywhere. We love you guys. You're all fantastic. Thank you. Please. Yes.